Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fetish World Podcast, where we discuss all things kinky and taboo. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for sub segment and all the geeky stuff, too. Hey, it's Noodle. Hi. Um, <laughs> no? That's your cue. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Irony. Uh, welcome to Fetish World Podcast sub segment. Sub segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the first episode and uh we just want to talk a little bit about uh what uh why we decided to do this segment i guess yeah so noodles and i uh from really good sort of feedback from listeners uh people seemed sort of interested to know a bit more about sweet noodles here and <laughs> uh sort of my relationship with him mm-hmm. um and in doing so we sort of discussed that we wanted to talk a little bit more about our common interests as well as things that we fall under in the, the sort of kink realm as well. Yeah, let's just mix uh, hobbies and kinks together just to, you know, keep the same kind of subject but mix with different things to broaden the uh, space of what kinks can be, I guess, uh, in yes. a way. Uh, but also, I don't know, maybe a, a little bit of introspection between us and relationship and stuff like that i think yes because uh for those who do not know uh i am debbie irony i am 33 year old uh non-binary dom that these are all the tags that i am currently falling under uh i live in montreal canada and i have been in the scene for anywhere between 10 and 13 years yep and i'm just a newbie um (laughs) (laughs) I'm Noodles, and I'm 28 years old, and I'm soon to be in Montreal. I'm living in a very small uh, hometown in Saguenay-Lac-Saint-Jean. Very windy today, so apologize if you can hear my old house cracking. Uh, so, uh, yes, I'm a switch, mostly. Very into uh, pet play, so that's why my name is Noodles. And I'm a little cute dog, I guess. You're a very, very cute puppy. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I'm transgender, and I'm queer, so that's pretty much uh, my. Oh, I'm own I'm tag. queer too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we want to focus a bit more um, within the fetish discussion uh, into more of a queer queer fetish discussion, uh, and that 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 was definitely something that both of us felt was lacking in the indeed. World. Yes, indeed, and you know I think there's someone and people up there that kind of fit that category and it's important i think to shine a light on to them yes. so yeah that's gonna our goal with this podcast we're gonna have interview uh with people that we find interesting and fell into that big umbrella that we want to discover absolutely the other i guess focus um within this is that we also fall under the umbrella that we are neither of us are cis um so we definitely want to discuss uh, like a like a, a nice focus on gender discussion as well um in kink because there have been some some discussions between noodles and i about everything from like cross-dressing and uh the impact that can have like with like 
because a lot of times it's with cis people in the kink community, but like mm-hmm. then is the question is, is that re- really cis? And like, where does the queer come in? And all of mm-hmm. those wonderful things, uh, you know, complicated discussions that we might not agree on, but that's absolutely fine because people can have different opinions and not be mad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, we find that most of the time maybe BDSM can be a bit cis-oriented. Yes, cis-hetero as well. Yes, I was about to say a little bit heteronormative. So we wanted to yeah, explore the other side of it and bring a, a little bit queer and gay into <laughs> this. And uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, the other thing that we are is we're also nerds. <laughs> oh yeah, big nerds. Uh, so we really wanted to bring something a little bit more uh, geeky, nerdy, and technological, I guess. Um, yes. Just everything that fits under hobby that we like to share about. And yet again, we want to mix it with kinks and fetishes and BDSM. So we're going to have fun with that. Absolutely. I, would, I, I have been speaking with some very interesting uh, people who are blending new uh, video game tech and kink people who are uh, using things like popular culture uh, iconography and turning it into dildos. So all, all of these things and more in the future. Yes, we look forward to discuss with those people and have a better insight of that. Sounds very fun. Yes, I am really, really stoked. Oh, also, uh, sex workers galore. <laughs> yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sure that we're going to hear lots of other people's very interesting stories. Mm-hmm. But for episode one, it's, uh, it's just you and me, buddy. Yes, and um, later on we're gonna talk a little bit about the DC universe. Uh, in particular, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. I'm going to have a little chat about those superheroes and what kind of fetish. And... Yeah, what, what, who they are at the party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Superhero in the street, but maybe a freak in the sheets. Ooh, that might be the name for I I still haven't sort of figured out what we should call this, but that's kind of good. That's, that's a good spot. Be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why don't we just quickly start and describe our relationship? We've talked a little bit about who we are very briefly. Yes. Uh, so we'll briefly discuss maybe our relationship and then uh, go into our kink relationship. Sure. So here's a little little tip to old listeners is that uh, Noodles is my boyfriend, uh, my like out, out of kink, real life, 24-7 vanilla style. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> cooking together and doing groceries. Yes, yes. <laughs> paying bills. Yes, I mean it is it, like for me, it's a a big sort of role play in a way. You know, like I'm an adult, I can mm-hmm. pretend to pretend I, to adult. I know how to pay bills. Right? <laughs> boop boop. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we are we are partners in in crime as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so one one thing that when this podcast comes out, we will be unpacking our apartment. Yes, we're going to move together in uh, about a week. So, yes, yeah. very, mm-hmm. very excited. Um, in, in which time I'm very much looking forward to doing all the banal and normal things that we can do during these times, uh, mm-hmm. access permitting. Yes. But I am also very highly 
excited for all of the um, kinky things that we will be doing. Mm -hmm. In the piece of her own house, I guess. <laughs> no, no other people to walk in and... Yes, uh, and listening. So one thing that both of us uh, had decided early on is that we wanted a heavy sort of DS vibe to our relationship, but not like a like a like a master slave relationship at all mm. times you know we wanted to keep kink in in general in our lives absolutely but to fluctuate with power and really allow for noodles to sort of explore his interests especially for the fact that he is fairly new in the scene mm -hmm. indeed um so it's both training like a, a new sub, but also a really fun learning experience for both of us. I have been in the scene for a very long time, but I have only had, I guess as vanilla as I get, but like, quote, vanilla relationships, uh, which were like fairly separated of, mm -hmm. from the kink scene. And in the last couple years, I was really missing both of those things in my life and, and felt sort of a need. So I... I think if if people have been listening to me on the show for a long time, like a little while ago, I said, like, I think I'm ready to start like looking for another sub. Like it had been a really long time. Like, I think it had gotten to like eight years since I had like a like a real sub. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I've had play partners and I had people mm -hmm. who I tested out that just didn't work out because you sort of date your subs before. You know? Yes. I mean, you have to discover how they are and, you know, yes. Yeah, a little bit normal to date them in a way. Yes. Yeah. Um, especially if you're planning on uh, putting the energy as well as the sort of trust into mm -hmm. another person. Often with like DS, a lot of people feel that it's just the sub who gives up their power. Uh, but in any sort of relationship, it's a two-way street. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I had realized I was ready to expand on that relationship that relationship possibility uh, yes. yeah. and um then uh dear noodles sort of uh, showed up in my life yeah <laughs> as you mentioned it was mostly uh supposed to be bdsm relationship and to discover those side of me and you know i have some fetish and kinks that i knew about but i never really dwelled into them before that so mm -hmm. yeah for me i guess being in the scene would be like maybe a year now without never being on the scene in a way because <laughs> of <Love> social distancing <laughs> yeah, which is okay um, yes i'm a very shy person so it's fun to have someone that i know i can trust in all ways that give me a lot of confidence in what i'm learning and stuff so it's kind of how things started and yeah, always been interesting in being a little bit sobby and uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a little, huh? Yeah, I mean, I'm still a switch, so yes, yeah. which is a very good advantage uh, between us. I feel like, um, yes, yeah. So having someone that like you have so much experience in it and felt like as if you were ready for this uh, was a great mix for sure. It just came upon a very curious way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah via role-playing yes vampire game <laughs> yes um and not even your sexy uh role play in the bedroom uh we're talking hardcore larp <laughs> yes 
like writing type of lore. <laughs> yes. Um, during during the lockdown, we both were. I mean, I was LARPing just very before mm-hmm. the the lockdown started. So I, I think my first social LARP uh, happened in December of 2019. Uh, and then we went into like closed down by February, I believe, February or March. And yeah, it, it went to an online format. And uh, yeah, there were some friends uh, that is related to, uh, you know, no, just kind of met and uh, one things led to another, I guess. And we just decided to talk at some point and well, never stopped since. Yeah, well, I, I had initially written to you because I had said something like overtly sexual in a group chat. I do that. And I realized I'm also very sensitive to sort of like people's facial changes and things. And I, I don't know if he was just reading something else at the time, but I thought, I had said something to like uh, either offend him or uh, hurt his feelings in a way. And uh, as that is not generally my mood mm-hmm. <laughs> when I am talking to people in a no. non kinky setting, uh, you know, I, I wrote, I wrote to him to be like, Hey, <laughs> just want to make sure <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> yeah. I was definitely okay. I don't remember a thing. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I think we're at like 8,000 photo exchanges yes, later. Yes, it's a little bit insane, yeah. Uh, I guess with times and stuff, decided to meet, you know, just discover a little bit more into kink and stuff like that. Uh, talk a lot about it. Uh, talk about what I liked and what I was uh, curious about. And that's kind of how uh, I first dwelt into my real big thing, which is bad play. So, and what, why do you think that you don't? Why did you dive into that? Was there something that was said specifically to you? The uh, heck, like a dog <laughs> 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 on multiple co- occasions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> since we're sort of on that topic, um. I'm asking it because I know the answer and I like to hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is one of the reasons why you like pet play so much? I mean, the biggest thing I think for me is the ad space, mostly. Uh, like the sexual aspect of being submissive with the the, the handler, as we call them uh, in the community, I think. Uh, it's fine. It's something that I enjoy a lot. Uh, it's part of it. But I think really for me, it's the simple ad space of being a puppy and just being a service kind of dog just happy to help and just waggling my butt because i'm just happy and jumping everywhere and i think that's the simple minded of it that's really is attracting to me yes Uh, and uh one thing we have learned is that you really enjoy sort of the work reward yes Mm -hmm. um you're very reward oriented in in general like personality yes. wise so mm-hmm. having um like this specific kink that that immediately gives you the like uh work and reward yes play it's like the, yeah it's like the perfect mix for sure yeah i'm also very food oriented so uh this kind <laughs> of we were reward is always like uh, close to 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 what i like the most so uh. yes um i can i if if you're cool with me sharing this uh mm-hmm. one of the rewards uh 
Noodles has started to edit episodes and learn to help help with the podcast, of course. And one of the things is like when he does a few episodes, he'll get a reward. So it's often like a treat, literally like a food snack. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's good motivation. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, So, you know, a lot of what we're doing is is, um, it might not look very kinky from the outside, but the ment- mental sort of reward system that, that is inherent in BDSM is very apparent within our relationship. Um, so there's constant uh, check-ins and, you know, just make checking in is really important. We're very open about what is okay, what's not okay. If you mm-hmm. like something, didn't like something, like, like overly honest, which personally I prefer because mm-hmm. <laughs> there is uh, less of an, less times to get confused and then frustrated and scared and then people don't fight as often. Yes, but also we have like a different language. So I'm I'm born French and uh, Devi Arani is born mostly English. So yes. uh, communication is very crucial and important between us because I understand English very well and I speak it kind of well. Uh, so sometimes we still get very confused. Yes, very confused. So it's very important for us to be as honest and clear as possible. So that kind of lead me to, uh, like, would you, how would you define the BDSM relationship that we have? Is it like twenty four seven? Is it only in playtime? I feel like this is just sort of a general theme on me, whereas uh, where I like to like live in everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, like gender in the middle, somewhere mm-hmm. fluctuating. Uh, I find that definitely our relationship is very much like it's like in the middle fluctuating. Uh, yes. So some sometimes it just is very natural and it comes out. So like even <laughs> just like you will do something very simple that is very kind. I'm like, good boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think the two of it is very just max for me. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, I I don't personally in my life like to have like a start stop uh, with sessions. Uh, with my years of experience, looking at a clock and and worrying about time. Um, mm-hmm. Though you know, I'm rolling my eyes right now. You can't see it. People say like, no, don't look at the time. I love BDSM. Like if you're working for that hour, you're fucking watching the clock. And if anyone says (laughs) me differently, they're fucking lying. Uh, (laughs) You are paying for a set amount of time. No one's going to give you free time. Get over yourself. Um, (laughs) So I like in a play style at home, I like that sort of mood to come and go. Um, naturally so when Mm -hmm. the mood strikes it strikes and of course as with everything there's consent checked in and everything but um i think we are both very much on the same page when it comes to like i the acts of whim are fun i guess is a good explanation of that yeah yeah i feel like so i'm gonna ask you a hard question okay why me oh god (laughs) (laughs) that's your love Yeah, that's rough. Uh, I mean, the initial contact with you was mostly uh, trust and safety. You know, since I'm transgender, uh, it's not easy to find people that it's not a big deal, if I can Mm -hmm. say. I mean, there's plenty of people that it's not a big deal. But as for me, I never dated since I did my transition, which is like almost five years now. 
I never had any sexual or kinky things or any sort of contacts in that sense that uh, so it was it was a lot of trust that I was giving but yes. I was f- very feeling secure to do it with you and I guess it's just how you project that from yourself and the way you speak and at first yes I was very intrigued by the BDSM and that you have so many so much knowledge on it of it really helped me to ask questions and be intrigued by it so you were very intriguing to me of course uh, from that side and as we you know learn more about each other the multiple facets of yourself open up and all of them I was just intrigued by so and just so many common hobbies and same way of thinking uh, just really I guess that's why uh, mm-hmm. we just match and at some point in my life I was just giving up on finding a partner and I was like I don't need this anymore to have that feeling and hold and behold the moment that I finally find peace, I could say with it, uh, you fall off the sky and just (laughs) make this happen. And it's it. It's exactly what I needed, I guess. So that's why you kink isn't there when you want it. It's there when you need it. (laughs) Yes. Uh, which is honestly like the kinkiest thing. Yes. I mean, I could say kinks, literally link me to you um mm-hmm. yeah let me to discover you very deeply mm. yes very deeply yes. <laughs> <laughs> i mean we, yes we will definitely talk about uh all, all of the firsts in uh mm. that we have uh had uh w- one of which w- is the fact that like hey i, I like fisting now uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of the questions that we talk about. Is there something new you learn in this oh, relationship? I think, I think, like, and... <laughs> I think out of like everything, like fisting would not be the top of my list, but, um, <laughs> I mean, we were talking about it, so <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's definitely on the list. Yes. Um, Let's see. Uh, I think that like one of the main things is that I've got, I haven't ever had a chance to really delve into like puppy play. I've had a little mm-hmm. bit here and there. You meet puppies, you play with them, but I haven't actually had chance to like play play with anyone. Um, mostly because for me, the access hasn't been there. Like I'm AFAB and I'm femme, femme presenting for the most yes. part, even though I'm non-binary, like this is still very new. I'm not like I'm still coming out to a lot of people because like you don't see people for a long time. It's like, oh, hey, like mm-hmm. you don't call me a lady because I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't really had access because to be very honest, uh, the pup community is very uh, cis queer male feeling. Gay male, sorry. Mm-hmm. It feels very cis gay male. And while it's lovely to watch from afar, there's not a whole bunch of like gay men who want to, come play with me they'd probably <laughs> likely prefer to go play with some other gay man yes mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah like i it just wasn't something that i really was like the ability to check out and when you were like oh like i'm like really getting into this i was like yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> finally <laughs> it, it i mean was, it, it it took us maybe a good month right to finally mm-hmm. me coming in term with it i could say yes yeah. 
because I, I think at first you were like, "Ugh, puppies." Yes, yes, I was very judgmental of it. In fact, mm-hmm. yes. What was sort of your turning point? I guess finding someone that was open to the idea and that understanding that it's not about the surface of it. You know, you could be all like, "Oh, it's weird. It's about dog and." Acting yeah, like a dog. What the fuck is this? And like, uh, why are people fucking dogs? Yeah, it's yes, not like that. And yes. and if you're listening on your way home, uh, and just happened upon this podcast, puppy play is not about fucking dogs. Just in case you uh, didn't know, it's about role playing mm-hmm. mostly. It's in fact the whole thing. The same thing as having a sub headspace. It's having a pet or puppy headspace and it's all about the relationship with the handler the dom uh it's basically the same thing as dom and slave uh just a different hood yes just a different hood (laughs) (laughs) with a cute nose and cute ears yes it's very cute you um Mm -hmm. one of the things that we we learned uh was a a love of gear pup Pet play is like pretty heavy on gear, I find. Yes. Not not all BDSM requires you to have gear. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of you can just homemade stuff that you can do. Um, but with the puppy play, it, it really just to have like to have the base sort of vibe, I feel. Yes. Um, when you're out playing with others, like it, it, it's an aid that really helps you get into that headspace. Mm-hmm. Yes, like even much. if it's just pause, like like having one part of the gear is often like really empowering yes. to that mentality. And the hood helps a lot to be more in your head and also protect you a little bit from uh, with an anonymity. I don't know how to say anonymity. That yes, yes, a little bit like superhero. Uh... Yes. Uh, which is good because, as you stated, a lot of people are judgmental of yes. this. And until educated, people think, oh, look at those weirdos on the street. And in reality, you know, it's just somebody trying to have a moment <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like of like pure happiness. Yes, uh, exactly. I never felt more like free and happy than in that headspace, I think. So, but yeah, I was very judgmental from it. Uh, and I'm glad I had someone that could explain to me more about it and it was very natural for me too so mm-hmm. i guess having that instinct could say uh, really helped to come in term of it but yeah you know for for you uh it was not new but more new in the sense that you now have a puppy to play with and to train and stuff like that but i know you dwelled a little bit more deeper than that yeah, so uh, even for me, I have started very, very new because uh, I have uh, trust issues a little bit, but I am working on opening up and exploring some of the kinks that uh, I didn't, I guess I didn't really allow myself to to explore because A, I didn't have a partner that I felt safe enough to explore them with, but also society sort of says you know you're a dom you have to be a dom or you're a switch and that's something else and it's not mm-hmm. less than but like i i've identified as a dom for so long that um sort of giving that up to a different name that i don't feel like connect to felt weird so i'm very much still a dom but with a caveat <laughs> a little a little asterisk at the at the top uh-huh. um and I think it's definitely something that will absolutely be situational mm-hmm. uh, as it is now. I am very much enjoying the kitty play headspace. Uh, I tried sort of puppy. I don't know if it's just like 
I don't like the shape of the mask <laughs> very likely. Um, you know, like I, I love hoods and I love things to be close to my face. And I think that like we have played and I've tried on mm-hmm. like the, pu- the puppy mask and um, it felt cool and it felt sexy, but like it, you know, like it just wasn't a hundred percent sort of in the thing. And like, it was always this like switching back and forth when you would like, Call, like talk to me and say like the word puppy and then you'd say kitty and I was like I don't know mm-hmm. puppy cat <laughs> again <one> is- <laughs> just in the middle <laughs> <laughs> but um it's allowing me to sort of feel comfortable enough to explore I guess a bit of a submissive side apparently a brat <laughs> uh-huh yeah <laughs> a little bit <laughs> I mean that's fit with the kitty in my head but uh- yes Yes. yes. Um, but this is still very new to me. So mm-hmm. um, as it stands now, I have invested in a very nice hood that I, I like a lot. Yes, um, very sexy. Which, which honestly, I think is like the m- most expensive piece of BDSM gear that I've bought myself mm-hmm. ever, which I think is also a big step. <laughs> yes, yes. Spending for yourself in something new is not always easy, especially mm-hmm. if you don't know if you like it. Uh, so, yeah. Yes, um, which is where like the the fiscally responsible irony comes in and says, you know, you do not have to buy any of these things in order yes. to be part of um, be a puppy or be a kitty. You can absolutely do all of these things without the props and the fanfare. Mm-hmm. It is just with 10 years of being in the scene, there is a certain level of uh, dress and decorum that I personally enjoy. And um, to that end, it's important for me to put those things on because it allows me to sort of get ready and into a headspace, especially if I'm doing something as sort of um, different to me Mm -hmm. as like being submissive or bottoming is a bit Mm -hmm. of a better term for it. Um, I'm too much of a brat to be submissive. (laughs) It's true. I mean, you know, it's, in my head, it's not you being more submissive. Uh, yes, sometimes you can be tender, I could say. But well, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't remove you from being dumb in my head. We didn't have the chance to very dwell more into the key play, but I feel like Kitty can be just one brat and super dumb. So I feel like this is more of a f- suit for you, even though you know, it could be a dog and be dumb and whatever that's you know uh, yeah these these are our 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 opinions if you have other ones that's fine yes (laughs) (laughs) we don't mind um exactly well yeah i feel like that's sweet you good um yeah sometimes i get to see the more uh, sub headspace sometimes mm -hmm. i'm i'm very much looking forward to that and i I look forward to discussing it on the show Mm -hmm. um you know, going at like having a session fresh in our minds and being able to talk about yes, it. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, as it stands now, it's been three months since we've had any sort of contact. Yes. Uh, and whilst both of us uh, do enjoy online play, it's it's not the same uh, mm-hmm. for us. I, w- I wonder, have you surprised yourself at all in your exploration? Kind of, yes, a lot. I feel like I'm more at peace with who I am, in fact. And especially with my body, uh, mm-hmm. which is very uh, sensitive subject, we could say with trans people, I get to be more comfortable in it, I feel like. And uh, 
but that doesn't necessarily come with uh, kink or BDSM itself. Uh, can mostly come with the relationship and how supportive you are in most of it. Not most, but all of it. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, is there something we need to work on? Let's ha- shell it out on the show. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm surprised by how comfortable I am. I think in all of this. I guess I'm just the the puppy play was very surprising. And not at the same time. I think I never saw myself being super dumb, but sometimes I can be, which is very yes. fun to explore and to play with. Noodles uh, has big, big switch energy. Yes, I'm I'm a very good switch, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> and I can yeah. switch right in the middle of session and play. So yeah. Which I really like because um like for my play style, I'm not like I, w- I don't know if I would like switch to like a submissive role, but I personally like to switch from like hard dom, firm dom, okay, mm-hmm. firm dom to like comedy dom, because like mm-hmm. I like to laugh during sessions, and then that's really important. So having somebody else who can also switch quickly and have that sort of like fast me- mental switch is really good for me, uh, which will be very very fun when we bring in the wrestling. Yes. That's going to be very fun. <laughs> yes. We're going to explore some primal play. And yes. uh, sort of a big factor in that involves wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrestling around. And I have ordered some big fucking mats for us to wrestle around yeah. with. <laughs> That's going to be fucking epic. <laughs> I think on, on that, uh, we're going to bring you to uh, a little break. And I'm going to come back uh, after to yes. talk more about uh, those superheroes. And welcome back to the Fetish World Podcast. I'll take a brief moment of your time to discuss our social medias. Feel free to check out our website at fetishworldpodcast.com where you can find links to the show, show notes, and links to all our interviewees, as well as links to our shop. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fetishworldpodcast. If you'd like to email us, it's fetishworldpodcast at hotmail.com. Hesa just on FetLife. I'm Ivan K. And I'm Devi-Irony. And I am Pup Noodles with a Z. And last but not least, you can find us where you find all other podcasts, and including our new friends over at DRN1 United in Australia. Superhero in the streets and freak in the sheets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and who are we having? Today, it is Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. Yeah, very classic. Yes, with this little game, I guess we'll call it, um, both of us are going to uh, describe sort of what we think each of these people, where each of these people fall within like the kink realm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I may or may not go so far as to describe what I think they wear to the party. (laughs) Uh-huh. Um, but let's talk uh Superman first. Okay. Uh Superman is clearly a big switch in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh is not a dumb for sure. Is very submissive because he gets every day to save people and be the lead action hero. Uh, I feel like in the sheet he is more like I'm gonna do stuff that you want, but I won't be like <laughs> leading for it, you know. Okay, so like a ple- pleaser switch. Yes. Okay, and what do you think like his area of interest is? 
wrestling for sure because he's super strong. And I feel he's so buff. <laughs> yes, I feel like he would use like kryptonite sometimes just to have like a little so weakness. Would 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 the kryptonite act similar to a popper? <laughs> no, it's reverse. It's like reverse weakening. popper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like weakening um, him. Okay. Yeah, it's like a pain basically. Like. <laughs> mm. He's into that, pain for sure because yeah. that, that guy get beat up every fucking day. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna say, what if he like uh, had sort of a kryptonite uh, infused harness that just burned so good? Oh, that's kind of sexy. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I agree. Uh, I think he's kind of versed in his uh, top to bottom ratio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I absolutely also. I don't know if my mind has changed or just uh, evolved since our previous discussions on this topic. Yes, we have had this discussion before, which is the whole reason why this exists. Uh I don't know if my my mind has changed or, you know, whatever. But I I feel like he absolutely, like, switches to please. So perhaps, like, he, he, when he gets with uh, Batman... And who is absolutely a bottom. Yes, Batman's absolutely a bottom. <laughs> um, when he gets with Batman, he's like, okay, I'll I'll top for you, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like he is a very service man because he does mm-hmm. it all the day, all day. So like, he would just serve even people that ask him to fuck him, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so Batman, I will uh, start. Uh-huh. If you don't mind, uh-huh. um, yeah, Batman is definitely bottom. Yes, grumpy, a... grumpy, yes. denying bottom. He's yes. a fucking brat bottom, <laughs> and a little bit of a pillow queen. Yes, so you know, <laughs> just likes to be taken care of. He's a little bit mad about it. Yes, um, I definitely see him in like a very expensive full latex cat suit. Like I feel like he spends well he's bruce wayne so of course he spends the fucking money yes but it's definitely one of these ones that are easy to get into like i do not see him putting a a lot of effort into like a like a neck entry cat suit (laughs) there's definitely like a full body zipper somewhere yeah yeah, yes i mean that also allows for him to uh, have access to his Uh his genitals because i feel like he's very interested in having his nether regions explored by others Indeed. Like, in my head, he's always grumpy, right? Uh, mostly, like, the comic one and the uh, cartoon Batman, I mm-hmm. feel like, is very grumpy and always just, like, grumble, grumble with Superman and he just do whatever he wants by himself. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like when, you know, Superman is like, oh, he kind of recognize the mood of Batman being like, yeah, I want to be fucked right now, but I'm just too fucking ego bastard to ask for it i have uh, a question for you Mm -hmm. between batman and superman or yes batman and superman who is the pig and who is into uh piss play batman both yes (laughs) batman is both yes yes but it's all in denied yes until you get into the fucking orny state that nothing like Pays him anymore. So. Yeah, where disgust goes out of the window. Yeah. You just get <laughs> ham. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. I'm really glad we're on the same page. Yes. Um, 
Okay. So uh, let's save the ladies for last. Let's go to Aquaman. Okay. It's maybe the one that I know less about. Yes, same. But I mean, it's mostly a lonely person. Uh, get along with the fish and stuff. So we don't see him often. Would you say he's a voyeur? Or is he just a little socially awkward at the party and hasn't uh, made those friends yet? No, no. That guy is fucking busting with confidence in my head. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's the fucking Lord of the Sea. How how shy can you be if the fucking Lord of the Sea, right? No, no, no. I never said he was shy. I Uh, said voyeuristic. Oh. oh, I said possibly awkward. That was yeah. a that was a, a contextual question. Uh, uh, what I really want to know is: is he a fucking voyeur? Is he going to the party to go watch everyone get it in? I I don't know. I feel like he would be more of an impact play kind of guy. Ooh, okay. Yeah, because um, in the comics, he always have like those rain with like fish and dolphin stuff like that. Because I feel like it would be good with the whip and oh, like a double, a double tail yeah. or double flogger, double tail, more oh, yeah, yeah, more precise. Okay, yeah. but like he's it, very like it. It doesn't do it often, but when it does it, it's like wow, Aquaman finally put up the fucking whip. Finally, you know. Okay, Aquaman's outfit at a party. This is what I think he would wear. I think he would go sort of full. Um, Frankenfurter and do like a corset, like some shiny booty shorts and then fishnets. Yes. You know, uh, so like very, very Rocky Horror, a little bit of like not too much makeup. Mm-hmm. I don't see him, you know, just natural beauty, maybe a little blush. Maybe he does like a highlight, mm-hmm. but mm. definitely like into like messing with like gender yes. stereotypes and, and, and fucking around with that. Maybe a little burlesque. Five. Yeah, I mean, it could, it could very be a drag queen. In fact, ooh, I feel mm, like Aquaman as a drag queen would be, ooh, it would be cool, no? Yes, yes. You know, with the water team, I feel like it could be a lot of wet. Too... Yes, wetting. <laughs> yes, I, I see, I see a lot of lube being yes. used. I don't know why, but maybe it's because of listening to some fact bed, that bag conversation from the other time but i feel like he would be into that mimicking like the pressure that he would feel underwater yeah i mean he's very charismatic you need you need charisma to invite somebody into a fact bed sometimes so yeah yeah okay yeah aquaman aquaman is the uh the vac bed station controller yeah yes and it can be like a a big dumb that like to give pain the whole time wearing a, a fantastic drag persona. Yes. Yes. I'm yeah. okay. Well, now I want to meet fucking Aquaman. Yeah. And still keeps the name Aquaman. Yes. <laughs> like that is the drag name. Yes. That's perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. Last but not least, mm-hmm. our lady Diana, mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yes. I'm going to walk her into a party. Okay. For you. Picture this. Mm-hmm. Classic fucking Tom. <laughs> so yes. we've got pencil skirt, <laughs> uh-huh. tiny, tiny waist belt, uh, corset, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and then either like a black bra maybe a gold bra it still feels that feels a little too like quote old school tacky for her like i feel like a very like she would need like the hard the boob bra and or or just full school marm so white dress shirt uh almost like a a menswear vibe to it Mm. but just like real real like tall statuesque yes think um julie newmar sort of body i feel like the menswear would be more like obviously tailored to looks a little bit more uh feminine because oh that's, oh yeah that's, i'm i'm talking yeah. like uh men men's wear as women's wear uh-huh. that's very sexy yeah yes. and i feel like if she only wears black she must have her uh, lasso lasso um yes golden shiny and it's yes. the only fucking accessory that she have on her Oh my god, yes. And, and it's like a whole fucking chain. Yes, obviously she's into role play. Yes, interrogation specific scenes. Yes. She yes. is with in the, <laughs> <with> the... <laughs> the crop. Yes. Yes. And uh I very much picture she she likes to make sure that the lighting is perfect in the room. Mm-hmm. So she's got like the overhead the fucking <laughs> with the red all yeah. around. She's just got like some slave following her around with like a lamp at all the parties, just so she has perfect lighting. And she she's not mean or or like stern. No. She's the type of dom that just like you. She would lift an eyebrow, and you're like, oh, oh, fuck, fuck. yeah, yes, definitely, absolutely. Uh huh. <laughs> and I can totally see her with like Superman and him trying to hack as if he was a Batman, like a a villain. And he's not able to because he's just too excited <laughs> about, you know, I'm dying on And she just runs, she just runs her hand like across his chest, and he's like, <laughs> okay. The other thing that I think that Superman would be at the party is absolutely a DM, so a dungeon monitor, um, because he's all about safety and making sure everyone's okay. Mm-hmm. Like out of all superheroes, he's always the one that sort of like like Spider Man kind of like always helps and everything, but there always feels like ah crap, more yes. more shit. Whereas yeah, like he's not as responsible as Superman for sure. Yeah, yeah, Superman is like cool. This this crazy thing is happening. I'm gonna yes. go deal with it and then go back to the party and still smile. Yes, yeah, Superman is the perfect lawful good person. Yes, in <laughs> yes. So definitely would be a good DM for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Diana, Lady Diana, uh, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, would absolutely go by Lady Diana. Um, yes. But I feel like like she's really choosy. So, like, you never see her getting anything sexual in the room. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like she's just very stoic and there to, like, do her sort of classic BDSM role play that yes. she enjoys. And it's, it's that's it. There's no sex involved. She goes home. Doesn't even masturbate. She just feels really good at the end yes. of the night. About how the insane imagery that she gave to everybody else. Yeah. Who are jerking off to her, and that's yes. getting her off mentally. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I feel really good about this. Yeah, I feel like we did a great job. Yeah. (laughs) Pat ourselves on the back. (laughs) I guess that's going to be the end of it uh, right now since uh, we don't know how to end the show yet. Um, So thank you very much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. It's going to happen twice a month, whether you like it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're pretty much stuck with us. 
Um, and if you have any sort of uh, pitches or suggestions of f- fantasy characters that you would mm-hmm. like us to break down, please write to us. On this, folks, um, stay kinky, stay safe. I'm Noodles. And I'm Irony. And- Bye! <laughs> Bye! <laughs>